impressed with a quarterback in a two-year run in the history of my time watching SEC football. Mm. Wow. And I've seen a ton of them. And when yeah. you watch Bryce, the entire field looks slow to him. Think about the play he makes to win the game against Texas where yeah. it's a sure. day that he's not having sure. a great day. He doesn't have these tremendous skill players we're used to seeing the Alabama Crimson Tide had, and he won that game by himself. Even when he was playing in LSU this year within a team that I don't, I think LSU was the more talented team. Yeah. yeah. Bryce Young was the reason that they were still yeah. in the game and also what they could do defensively. I know people are going to look at the size, and he has a smaller frame. I think that's the difference between Baker Mayfield Kyler Murray, and Bryce Young. But I will say this. You mentioned Patrick Mahomes, and I do think the arm angles, the accuracy, and all those things. But the type of poise he shows and the demeanor is very Jalen Hurts-like to me. He is a true leader that is unflappable. I don't want a lot for Christmas. There is just one thing I need. I don't care about the presents. Underneath the Christmas tree Oh yeah, what is going on? It is episode 69 of the Beltway Boys, and I'm here, or I am Austin, I should have introduced myself, I am here with the one and only, the talented, the beautiful, you know, Walker, what is going on? Episode 69, man. Episode 69. (laughs) It's good, man, preparing for this uh, freeze, hopefully. I don't think it's going to be as bad as the last time. That's my mindset, so. um, Lock in. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be. I don't think it's going to be nowhere near as bad as as last time, so. Just, yeah, man, getting ready for that. Christmas, like good stuff. It's 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 that time of the year, man. It's you got to get your gifts. Yep. You got to plan when you're going to link up with your family for the holidays, mm-hmm. and then you got the New Year's right after. So it's it's kind of a weird time, and it's actually cold this year in Houston. Yeah. Or or not Houston, but well, I'm in Texas, San Antonio, right. but everywhere I think all yeah. of Texas. Yeah, Texas usually. I know last year it was hot. So it didn't really feel like the holidays, but this year it's actually cold. And we, we might be stuck at home. Hopefully the uh, the power grid or whatever yeah. don't go out. So, but uh, freaking nothing's really changed on the Texans front. They are still losing, but they're playing, they're playing better. I think the last time we talked, they had played uh, the Browns. This time they've, since then, they've played the Cowboys and the Chiefs, mm-hmm. and both games, if I'm not mistaken, went to overtime. Or Dallas. Uh, Dallas. I think they won regulation at the, at the end, end of the game. Yeah, that's right. That's right. But both close, close games. So, kind of, what have you seen from the Texans? And then we definitely got to get into that draft talk. Yeah. Um, I have I've seen I've seen what I've been telling people all year that I think this defense is is it's not good by any means. Let me say that. I don't wanna 
try to see and act like the defense is good, but it's not as bad as the record says. Um, they give up a lot of yards, and I'm very like, what's the word? Like I'm I'm partial to that because as a Madden player who hasn't played in two years, <laughs> that was that was kind of my same approach to defense. Um, where we differ is the offensive side, but on defense, I, I'm I'm gonna give you everything underneath. You can have the the five yards, the six yards, the seven yards, um, but you're not gonna get the forty yard bomb. You're not gonna get the fifty yard bomb for a touchdown. You're gonna have to drive. You're gonna have to drive down methodically and score on me. Um, and I think that's kind of what been happening with the Texans I think Lovey has that same philosophy um and we don't have the we don't have the dogs on the defensive line that's another thing too you need the dogs on the defensive line to really make this type of defense just pop for real but um you play coverage until you got the defensive line and that that's gonna match up into just way way more turnovers um just because you have so many people in coverage and you're only rushing four it's tough to it's tough to combat that when you have really good um, defense alignment, but they they play really really good in the red zone. Um, they don't give up a whole lot of touchdowns, which is why I think they've been able to be in so many games. Um, and I, I think that's probably the biggest thing for me is why I I've always kind of just been more like let's go offensive heavy, quarterback, receivers, O line this draft like. At the top of the draft, like obviously we can still get other positions, but quarterback, receiver, O line for me has been the priority since coming into this year. Um, feel like we did a solid job with getting Stingley and Petrie this year on defense to kind of show up that secondary. Um, defensive line is still very bad outside, like Malik Collins, and the linebacker is probably the worst um, spot on the whole team outside of and linebackers and inside offensive linemen. Um, but Christian Harris has been like a bright spot. So that's like, you got, you got pieces. You, I got pieces on defense I can work with. On offense, I don't feel like I have anything outside of our tackles, Damian Pierce and Nico Collins being a second or third receiver, you know? So, um, that's kind of where, where I'm at with the Texans. Like the defense is giving me like, we still have to see what happens with Lovey Smith, but like the defense is is something I think you can be looking forward to continue to improve on until you you know you you get that either that coach or those players on offense to kind of turn it around. But yeah, for me that's what I've seen. Just like defense, just kind of stepping up a little bit more. Offense is still trash, but you know they've been able to to take leads or be in a game. So it's 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 definitely been some weird. <laughs> some weird games for sure. Yeah. No, I completely agree. And I feel like the defense really ain't as far as the offenses. So I, I agree. If they went offensive heavy this draft, kind of like they went defensive heavy last draft, um, I think it could pay dividends, especially if you get the quarterback that everybody's kind of deeming QB1. Um, but Tremont Smith for the defense. I use when 
you and I, we always send these mock drafts like that we do for the Texans, and maybe you and I might draft a cornerback in one of the rounds. I don't know if that's really necessary. The fact that you got Stingley coming back next year, and if they can re-sign Tremont Smith, I wouldn't mind him on the opposite side. I think he's been really impressive these last two games. They played Dak and Patrick Mahomes, and I think both times those quarterbacks have both, I think, thrown two interceptions. And I think Tremont Smith has been a recipient of at least one of them both games. So uh, he's been impressive. So I completely agree with you, the picks that they've already gotten and the players that they already have before. I just add to that, they got plenty of cap space going into the offseason. That's all I'm worried about is having a great offseason. I'm ready for the season to end. I think we got three (laughs) games left. I do not care. I don't (laughs) care if they win or lose. I do not care. As long as those young players continue to show promise, I do feel like they're going to end up getting a new coach. Mm -hmm. Do you kind of get that same feeling? Yeah, like like 85% is where I'm at. Maybe 80. I think it's a slight chance they could just say, you know what, hey, we're going to run it. You know, we're going to run it back with Lovey deal with it um but we'll see but i think it's a good chance here he gets let go these close games that they're playing in is definitely making it mm-hmm. ha- harder i think to just fire them outright you know mm-hmm. they're playing competitive against good teams that that's got to say something for him you know and his coaching this late in the season especially with the record that they have but moving on to the rockets it's kind of, it feels like the same thing. You know, obviously their season's a lot longer, so the games are just so much more stretched out. But they're on a three-game skid right now. They play tonight against Orlando, Jabari versus Paolo matchup. Mm-hmm. But what are you kind of been seeing from the Rockets lately? And what are you kind of <laughs> expecting to see tonight? Oh, man. Rockets are, they're, they're, they've been the weird these past, like, I guess I'm expecting, like, I guess what I've been seeing, it's about right. They're a young team, a lot of ups and downs. Like, they've been beating good teams, but then they're playing San Antonio's, blown them out twice, uh, which I guess is a good chess move because if you're trying to really get a good good spot, you know, San Antonio is right there with you. So losing those games is going to help you. Um, but it's just it, it just feels like those should not be games you should be losing. You know what I mean? Like, <clears throat> to cope, we could be like, oh, that's good for our tanking, but 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 really that's it's like the, these these players aren't developing enough. Are you just getting flat out out coached to be losing the spurt? They didn't even have Keldon Johnson uh the last game they played us. Um so to be getting blown out by by like that group of players is something not right with that. You know, something something just just don't sit right with me about that. Um but then it's like they were playing the good teams like so good. Like Jabari Smith, love that guy. Um, he's whenever he's like involved, they are competitive, you know. Um, then you got Jalen. Jalen's been in a slump, so I kind of understand. Like, okay, that maybe that's a reason. We uh, you know, haven't been doing as good. But then you got Shingoon. I think he had like 24 points in 24 minutes the other day. Like they didn't even play him, you know. 
Like he was ready to go off. They they didn't even play him. So, um, it, it's 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 I don't know, bro. It's weird. It's very weird. And you talk about Lovey Smith. Like, what's gonna happen with Silas? You know, is he gonna make it through the season? Um, you know, I'm glad you said that because with the play that they've had lately, it kind of seems like they're giving up on him. And how, like, and you know, pay. RIP to uh, Paul Silas, you know, Stephen Silas's father passing, but it it's just not good. And I think his nonchalant kind of not going to get mad, very laid back demeanor, I think is kind of catching up to him. I think these kids need somebody mm-hmm. to yell. I think when John Lucas has been the interim coach, when Steve is, Stephen has uh, been out, They've looked a lot better. I think they respond better to just that type of coaching. It's not looking good. And <laughs> I don't I, I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't make it at the end of the season. It's just it's not a good product. Yeah, and then it's like uh I didn't hear that I, I need to still go back and listen to it. I would want to say it's like Tim McManon. I think it was his podcast he was talking about it, like how He's heard mumbers about James Harden, like, um, being open to coming back to Houston this summer, which I'm pretty sure we talked about that last mm-hmm. podcast, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, so that the fact that, you know, somebody inside an uh, insider like that is saying that is, is interesting. Very interesting. He also, um, I, and I've heard this plenty of times before, but he also said nobody else in the NBA really sees Kevin Porter Jr. as like a starting point guard. You know, so it's just like that's that's a big thing. I think I think if you can get James Harden and and I wonder is the free agency is before or after the draft in the NBA? I feel like it's after the draft. Can't remember. You would think it's before though, right? I, th- I think it's I think it's after the draft. Yeah. The draft is like right after the NBA finals. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I'm like. It, it'll be interesting to see because if the Rockets, which I'm not even going to say this because I just don't even expect it to happen. I don't want to get my hopes up. But if it did happen to where they get the first pick, like that's very enticing for James Harden to be able to come. Cause it, and it depends on what's going to happen with Philly too. Like if they don't go to an Easter Conference Finals, I just don't see how he would want to go back there, you know? Like you, it's only so much ring chasing you can do, <laughs> and it's like if you're not even we're like we're not even looking competitive. Like I might as well, you know, go enjoy the rest of my career. Like just give give the ring chasing up because where mm-hmm. else can he go to try to ring chase? Boston, damn near. Milwaukee, go play with Giannis. Milwaukee, uh, I'm trying to think. Dallas, go play with Luca. I don't even see how that could work. They're the same player. <laughs> um, the Lakers, like Anthony Davis is out for another month. He just Good got hurt. God. He's out for a month. Good God. LeBron is about to be 40. Um, go to state, maybe. They ain't like, even looking good. Yeah, they're like the 11th seed right now. 
Um, Pelicans would be nasty. He, he ain't going like if he wanted to, if he wanted, yeah, he, I just can't see him going to New Orleans. But if he wanted to, if he wanted to, like really try to ring chase Pelicans would be nasty because him and Zion the pick and roll would be unstoppable. Oh my goodness! Plus you got Brandon Ingram and you got Her Jones on the wings. Yeah, that would be nasty. It'd be ridiculous. But, Still got McCollum, yeah. But it's the the hard thing. It, like I was talking with uh, Adam Spillane of uh, 6'10", and he, he covers the Rockets, and he was like, man, he was like, Harden, when Harden left, it had always been kind of like an idea or like a possibility that he would come back just because how much he loves Houston and how much Houston loves him. And he was like, I don't even want to think of what it would take to get him back like here, like who would have to be traded, who would be starting, who who gets the max, who like you know, who with Harden coming back, who doesn't get resigned. He was just like, it's a lot to um, think about. He was like, I don't even want to think about it. He was like, when it um, becomes real like in the off season, then maybe start thinking. That's interesting. Um yeah, because he has a player option so he has to it would it be like a Chris Paul thing? I'm so confused. How does that work? Cuz if he I thought if you could I thought if you had like a player option and you chose not to pick it up, then you're a free agent. I think it is something but, like that. But maybe he don't want to do Philly but, wrong. Well, yeah, it's probably something like a Chris Paul thing. That's exactly what it was. Like he didn't want to do the franchise wrong, so he opted in so they could get something. Get back something, yeah. And that would be the worst scenario for the Yeah, Rockets I ain't down dead. with that. You know? So. I ain't down with that. Like but um but yeah, because remember I sent you that message about uh that guy in Bleacher Report. This guy He's he he predicted something. Not predicted like somebody put him on. Like he knows somebody close to the Rockets. I don't know if he. I think it's a player. I don't know if it's a player or like one of the like assistant coaches or what, or like front office person. But he knows somebody, and he was like, something big could happen. Um, like I can't say what it is, but something big is kinda in the works. And like that's so vague. You're just like so many things he could be saying, um, and you know everybody was like, "Hey, tell us what it is. Tell us what it is." He's like, "I can't say it now, like you know, just because I want to break that that trust with that person, and then like they're not gonna mess with me. You know, like they gonna they gonna kind of push me out of the circle if I do that." So um, we're all in the comments trying to figure out what it was. It's like, see. Are they trying to trade for Luca? They trying to trade for uh I don't even know, bro. I mean, I, I feel like if it was a Harden thing, it would I don't think I don't think that would shock people as much as but maybe maybe that's what he was alluding to. I don't know, but whatever he was alluding to, man, he was like, it's it it'll be big, like it it'll be something big. It could be it, it's a gam he like it's a gamble though, you know. Um, he was like, it could definitely be a gamble and it could backfire. Like if it don't work out, but it'd be a big, it'd be a big move. I'm just like, man, what the F could it be? Man, I think 
if it's just my early prediction for that, just looking around the NBA landscape, I feel like DeAndre Ayton is going to be a Houston mm. Rocket. I just, you see him fighting with the coach. He's decreasing his trade value. You you fight with the coach. <laughs> there ain't going to be a lot of people around the league ready to invest in you. Like, because you're going, are you going to do that on their squad? I don't know. And what if it's a LaMelo it, ball trade? That would be <laughs> huge. That'd you be know, that would too. be a huge. You'd have to trade Jabari or Jalen, though. And I wouldn't want that. Yeah. I don't want that. And, yeah, I wouldn't want that. Yeah, me either, but. Um, I don't know. Well, he was talking. He was, it seems like it's something like that, bro. And you said he was right before, didn't mm-hmm. you? Like he knows. So yeah, he, I forgot what it was, but he was. He called it. I don't know if it was a trade. I don't know what it was, but he. He said something like, "I hooped with so and so today." Like I think it's a player, or maybe it's a coach. He was like, he he knows somebody, because mm-hmm. he said something before, like, "Yeah, I was hooping with I was hooping with so and so today, one of the players, and they told me this." And, yeah. Damn, I believe it. It's going to be interesting. Um, I want to go back to something that we talked to before the show. You said that Texans Twitter has been going crazy this week. Yeah, man. The freaking Bryce Young and Will Levis QB1 debate. And I've seen seen you going, letting people (laughs) know, you know, hey, we're Team Bryce Young. We're here. Yeah, man. Legit. Team, we know who our QB Bryce is. Young. Like right. I'm set in stone. Like don't I'll mess be, this I'm up. ready. To, if we had to do the draft today, and I was the GM, like yeah, we already I'm, wrote down it. I'm yeah. It's I'm so I was sold two months ago. Yeah, the that's cards how sure I am. Yeah. For now, from the rest of the year till the draft, every mm-hmm. thumbnail is going to be Bryce Young. <laughs> that's how sure we are. Yeah. Know? But uh, just kind of where your thoughts on that, Matt. You know, it's it's time to, you know, make your case for why Will Levis shouldn't even be considered in this conversation. <laughs> yeah, bro, definitely. Not. So some of the arguments I hear are, which I these ones I can kind of accept a little bit more. It's like take uh, Will Anderson and Jalen Carter first, and then Will Levis with the Browns pick, which I think Levis will be gone before the Browns pick. But like I can understand that one a little bit more. But, like, saying take him one or he's the best quarterback in the draft is just, like, it's just crazy to me. Like, I've watched I've watched, I watched him versus Tennessee, and he was trash. I watched him versus uh, – it was somebody else. He was just getting destroyed. I don't know if it was Vanderbilt. I know he lost to Vanderbilt, but he was just throwing in just stupid interceptions – I get his line is bad, so I'm not going to talk about the sacks because his line is pretty bad, but he just he just gave me a lot of, like, Project QB vibes. And if, if I'm going to take, take a Project QB, I'm going to take um, Anthony Richardson personally. I just think his, the sky's the limit for him, um, and he's just as raw as – Will Levis is, is, is definitely more um, polished than him, but – they're both super raw. Um, and and I don't know how – I actually don't even know how he jumped C.J. Stroud in people's eyes. Like, I don't think he's a better quarterback than C.J. Stroud. 
Um, we're going to get to see C.J. Stroud play versus Georgia. I don't know if it's this weekend, but it's going to be soon. And if he plays good in that game, like that's going to – I think that will solidify him as the, the second quarterback um, in this draft class. But, yeah, the, the, the people trying to say Will Levis is the best quarterback in this draft is just – it, it it just gives me very very Mitch Trubisky uh, vibes, bro. Like all over again. Remember that freaking draft? Patrick Mahomes, Deshaun Watson, I think Deshaun Kaiser, um, Mitch Trubisky, and it's like there's no. It was like no clear cut number one guy. Um, but all of a sudden, Mel Kiper, I'm gonna go with Mitch Trubisky. He has all the the attributes. He's 6'2", 215, cannon arm, can run, and somehow <laughs> got the Bears to trade up for him. You know, like, that's that's just the same vibes I'm getting. Like, Will Levis, 6'2", 220, solid weight, weight room monster, uh, you know, prototypical size, all the things you're going to hear, can take a hit. Even though he's been hit, I mean, he's been hurt most of the year, but I guess since he's playing through it, that's what they like. Even though he's playing bad through it, I guess it don't matter as long as you're playing. Um, and then, you know, got the Howitzer arm. I, I do will say that he got a quick release and a stupid arm. I will give him that. His arm is nice. Like, the release and the and the arm strength, I will give him that for sure. His arm, he, he throws a pretty ball when, when, it, when it's right. Um, that's the thing. I think he's, he's so inconsistent with that, with certain route. I was watching this one video on YouTube, uh, on his play. It was like a deep over route. And they were talking about, I think it was QB school. If y'all haven't watched QB school, man, I, I really encourage y'all to go check out QB school. Um, former QB. What's that guy's name? I can't, I can't think of his name. JTL Sullivan. Former QB JTL Sullivan, and he breaks down the plays, bro. And he was just talking about how Will Levis has such a quick, he has this quick um, release, quick short release. And he was saying if he kind of like changed his angle of his arm or like changed his release on this certain route, it would have helped him out. But since his his release is so short and quick, like it kind of hurt him on that route. And uh, that's something that with Bryce Young, like, People always talk about how he can just switch his arm angles so easily. Caleb Williams, you hear the same thing. Like, I think quarterback is being played at a different level now to where these quarterbacks like a Caleb Williams, Bryce Young, Patrick Mahomes, Deshaun Watson, they're not, they're not trying to, like, use their legs to run. They're using their legs so they can get their receivers more time and just make these incredible magical plays. They're they're like magicians. I'm pretty sure that's like a. I don't. I haven't played Madden in a while, but I'm pretty sure that's still one of like the, the little uh, builds you can get. You can make. I guess I would say, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're like they're like the magician types where they're they're creating extra time for you, um, not necessarily using their legs to try to run. Um, and Bryce Young, man, I, I just watch anybody listening to this, man. If you're not if you're not biased and you really want to be open minded and like try to see, just go watch him play versus Arkansas last year. Watch how quiet, like 
watch out. I have never seen a quarterback in the last five years, maybe outside of Joe Burrow, as good in the pocket as uh, Bryce Young. Like, the man in the pocket is so – it's like it's like he's back there having a cup of coffee. And if he had a – I feel like if he had a cup of coffee in his hand while he's trying to avoid rushers, he wouldn't drop a spill or, like, a, a ounce of it, bro. He's so good, like, just maneuvering in the pocket, like, setting up defenders to where – if they if they go too far outside of him, his lineman's gonna uh, gonna get there and he's gonna step up and he's gonna buy himself more time. Or he manipulates himself in the pocket to where he can step up, but then step right back out, and now it helps his lineman um, get back in front of his block. Like I don't think people see that nuance when they're watching him until they actually watch him. Um, I think they just see him kind of running around in highlight plays and then making a crazy throw. And they assume, like, oh, this guy's herky-jerky. Like, he's backyard ball. Like, nah, bro. This kid is is one of the smartest players I've seen in a while. Um, he's small, and that's his only fault. That's the only fault people can really say about him. He's super accurate, has more than enough arm strength. Um, he's throwing bombs to Jamison Williams, one of the fastest receivers in college football last year. Um the best pocket awareness I've seen outside of Joe Burrow. Um, just one of the fastest processes I've seen since Burrow. Like, I don't think Trevor Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence has a better prospect than Bryce Young for sure. But I don't think Trevor Lawrence was processing at this level. I don't think he manipulated the pocket the same way. Like, if, if Bryce Young was 6'2", not even 6'3", 6'4", he was just 6'2". People, he'd probably be the second best quarterback since Trevor Trevor Lawrence to come out in people's eyes. Man, you ain't gonna get an argument from <laughs> me on that. Or we are lockstep in that. Uh, Will Levis, yeah, like he looks like he looks like Trubisky 2.0. Well, history repeat itself. Texans better not mess this up. You have the guy right there. Go get him and bring some excitement back to the city and really just the fan base because, man, it is hard out here being a Texas fan. Remember Kyle Bowler? Oh, yeah, for the Ravens. Oh, yeah, I remember him. And he wasn't nothing either. And he had a great defense. All he had to do was do his thing, and he couldn't even do that. Kyle Bowler? Yeah, Kyle Bowler. It's not not the man, but Walker. I, uh, in the sake of the spirit of Christmas, because right now is Wednesday, we got what four more days till Christmas, three more for Christmas Eve, and I don't think we've done one of these yet. But in the sake of our top five, we always do a top five, top five, top five. Do a top five best presents you've ever received. I don't know if you already got your list. I'm going to just have to go straight off the dome and just really think. (laughs) Like, man, I'm going to have to really take it back, really think. But I could do it if you want me to go first. Yeah. I'll I'll go first since I (laughs) I, I brought it up. I'm kind of the same with you as uh, off the dome, man. But uh, I'll I'll go first. Number five right now, what I'm thinking, 
I feel like a lot of mine are going to be video games. Same. Uh, Same. I can let <laughs> you know is, right which now. Which is great, yeah. Um, but number five, I it was one year. I don't know if I was just big in the Ninja Turtles or what, but I remember getting this like little. I had it probably like four, three or four. I mean, like four or five. I had this little Ninja Turtle like little kids chair, like like almost a little uh little mini uh one person seater. What do you call those things? The lazy boys. It's not a lazy oh, okay. boy, like that kind of shape. Recliner. Yeah, like a recliner, but it's not a recliner, but it's just like a little kids one. Mm. People probably know what I'm talking about. They see it. They still make them for kids. But it was a Ninja Turtles one, man, and it was. I still remember the picture my mom had of it. I was freaking in my robe, you know, sitting in it, enjoying that Christmas morning, bro. Um, so yeah, that was definitely, that was definitely uh one number five, number four. Um, I'm trying to think, what else did I get? I had some, man, I'm the 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 freaking early years, man. I had some 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 crazy ones. Um, oh, I got a freaking Captain Planet. Like, yeah, bro, I'm really taking that. <laughs> if there's any younger uh listeners, man, they're not gonna they're not gonna know about this, bro. But yeah, bro, I got a Captain Planet like toy set, and it had like the rings for everybody. Mm. Oh man! I'm, when I tell you, I thought I was so lit, bro. That's hard. You know, yeah, you know, the rings was that had the powers in it, bro. So, um, I had the freaking Captain Planet ring set, and that was crazy. Um, and then three. I'm trying to think, what's some stuff that I got when I was when I was a bit older that. Um, I don't know, man. What's what's a what's a good one for three? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think. It's gonna come to me, you know. Uh oh, this is such a random one, but I needed something. A freaking scooter. I got a scooter one year, and I and I wore that thing out, bro. Yeah. So I, we, yeah, we stayed. This is probably like nine, ten, yeah, around nine, ten, and we stayed in apartments. And this is like we had just moved to Pearland, and there was like a little gas station right down the street from us, bro. So when I got that scooter, bro, that was kind of like my bicycle. That was like my wheel, like my new wheels. Um, and I rode that thing out, bro. I, I took that scooter everywhere, rode that thing to the gas station, get some snacks around the apartments. Man, everywhere. That, that if if you ever if you never had a scooter, bro, that's definitely. I feel bad for you because that's definitely great times. That scooter's a different vibe. Cause like, them skates, them skates a bit dangerous, and that bike is a bit dangerous too. If you ain't never, if you ain't never uh, learned it right. <laughs> but that scooter, man, all, all it take is a little kick and pushing, and you and you gone, bro. You ain't really gonna fall off that scooter like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, bro. So. Yes, scooters number three. Two, two and one is where it gets tough for me because these are these are some of the best, some of the best years, bro. Ah, I'm gonna go because ah. <laughs> these are two my these were my best like 
game in like years. Like my most like uh, purest form of like happiness mm-hmm. gaming. I'm gonna go two is I got a Sega Genesis, bro. Anybody, yeah, anybody who remembers those, bro, Sega. I got a Sega Genesis, and that that was that was my first gaming system. So that was that was definitely one for the books, bro. That that that's that Christmas gift that any, everybody knows when you open it, and you're you're just like light up, like I can't believe you actually got this for me. Uh, moment. Sega, that that was that was my first gaming system. I love that game system, bro. Playing Sonic, playing Power Rangers on it, bro. Crying because I couldn't beat Power Rangers. Um, great, great, great times with that gaming system. But number one, man, I have to say this one was the one. It was a close tie, bro. But this one was the one, bro. I got, I got the Nintendo sixty four. Mm. Oh man, Change that one right there changed my life. Yeah, that that's probably my happy. That that's for sure probably the best gift gift I got. Like in the nineties, bro, getting that freaking opening that up with the with the freaking pictures on the back of the system of the Mario game. Playing that Super Mario, they had like the Super Mario um uh, like world on it. Oh my mm. gosh, one of the best games I ever played. Um yeah, bro, I wore that out. They had the James Bond. Did you ever play James Bond 007? Oh yeah. Bro. <laughs> I was I was in the hood playing this with some when I had my dad's house with some uh some of the hood guys, bro, and that was literally like what Call of Duty now for sure. Oh, like because <laughs> you could put four people on there, bro, and get to work. They had the little guy with the with the uh, the short man with the hat. People I mean, don't know, bro. It used to go down, especially because it had cords. So mm-hmm. You talking shit, people. <laughs> you right there, yeah. You right yeah. there, bro. You got the whole hood playing in the garage, man. Pokemon was big, like they had the Pokemon um, Stadium, I think it was called. Oh yeah, man. That was probably that's probably my favorite gaming system, um, my lifetime. But yeah, bro. That's probably that's probably my best gift I ever received, as far as like uh, just memories and excitement and appreciation yeah that sounds like uh you had some good christmases mm-hmm. and i think i think we'll have similar maybe not the same console but similar mm-hmm. you know like story, yeah i think it is know, a little with, boy yeah it's usually what it is bike console uh, games just different things so for mine number five this happened when I was in college, but man, it, I ain't gonna lie, it like just upped my whole mm. experience in college. Um, I went into college with like a TV with the big back, you know, mm-hmm. like, a, and it I was definitely a dinosaur. Like everybody had the flat screens, you know, using their financial aid to get the oh. nice TV. <laughs> so I, like when people would come over, they'd be like, what the hell, you know, like <laughs> do better. So I, one Christmas, <laughs> I finally got a TV, a flat screen TV gifted to me by my, uh, nice. my mom. So it was a blessing. Like, it was like my whole life had changed, you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that genuine song, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. But, but uh, so that was a big deal. Number four, man, number four 
Yeah, this is gonna be tough. Just yeah, because you're trying to think back to so many years, like man, I had some good ones. Yeah, you know? it's like you had so many Christmases. So like I'll say this. So like I feel like all of them kind of have like sentimental or meaning. But so number four, my Mimo. She was older, but she would give everybody a gift or something. She would at least try and spend like fifteen dollars or twenty dollars. And we have like all everybody on my mom's side is probably like sixty of us. Mm. now but maybe at the time it was probably like 50 or something but so when I was a kid she got me like a screwdriver it's like one screwdriver it's like probably the size of a coke can but it has all the different mm-hmm. different screw heads and everything I still use it to this day like still to this day um, and it comes with a light like it's just I don't know. Definitely, I've gotten the use out of it, um, so that's been big. And then I would say number three, who, who, that's tough. Number mm-hmm. three. <laughs> yeah, that's when you start trying. Like you kind of know what you got at the top. Yeah. And like, what well, order? Got in yeah. Yeah. Damn. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say number three, uh, PSP. Mm. Do you remember that? Boy, them? I had one of them. <sighs> man, I had, I had one of those, man. I got one for Christmas. Got movies on it, games, Grand Theft Auto. Like it was, it was nice, good time. What a time, bro! That that good was movies. A time. That was a time, bro. That was such an innovative system. And I know, like, they got the Switch now. I yeah. don't think they have any more, like... I mean, I think you can play on nothing your like own phone now. Yeah, nothing can, like, like Sony. Yeah, I think you can get, it like, a... Uh, have this little thing. Like, it's kind of like a controller you can attach to your iPhone. I think you can play, like, Xbox and PlayStation mm-hmm. games on it. But, yeah, bro. That was a, definitely a time. Oh, man. Man, that was a good time. Yeah, good time. And then number two, I just got this last Christmas, but my wife got me a chain with my Mimo on it. Mm. Man, I wear this. It's probably going to get rusty here in a little bit because I'll be working out with it. I just, <laughs> I wear, I rarely take it off. So it's like, I'm sure it's, it's going to start maybe the gold. Mm-hmm. Uh, not looking as golden, you know, <laughs> my sweaty self. But Number one, it would probably video game again, but freaking like I, I played this took wheels for a while till I got the <laughs> PSP pretty much, but a Game Boy Color. Oh man, that was like my Nintendo for you. You said Nintendo 64 mm-hmm. for your number one. That was probably my number one. It was yeah, the Game bro. Boy Color. Change the game, bro. You talk about the kind of game. Man, you talking about I can I can be I can play the game where wherever I'm at. Like I'm yeah. have to just be at home. Man, what kind of what kind of Game Boy did you have? I had the the see through one. The purple mm, oh. was like a purple see through where you see everything. <laughs> yeah, man, man I was my, yeah. You were lit with that one. My that, older brother was hating on me. Yeah, <laughs> he was like, let's trade, let's trade. They was yeah, hating on me. That's exclusive because I had the um. I had the Pikachu yellow one. That's, mm. that's the one I had, bro. And I um, 
just Pokemon. And I was Pokemon out at yeah. that time. Same. <laughs> like, I didn't even lie. Like that, that was straight Pokemon, like all day, every day. That game, that game, man, that Game Boy. What a time, bro. What oh, a time. Man. Like, man, it was perfect because for my family, we would travel for like holidays mm-hmm. and stuff. So it was just perfect to be playing in the car. Just, yeah. Man, I racked up some serious hours now. <laughs> like, damn. But, oh, yep. That's my number one, man. So we, we going back on the memories. I feel like it's you have a kid now, you know. Uh huh. Like you're yeah. you're creating the memories for for her, you know. Yeah, she probably ain't gonna <laughs> remember this one. Well, now I don't know. I don't honestly. For me, bro, I don't. Unless I have my memories like confused, but I don't really remember anything before four. Yeah, I don't even know if I remember vague. stuff at four. But yeah, it's it's yeah, it's very vague for me. But I think she's gonna enjoy it this year. Last two years, she ain't really been. She, she last year she kind of was cool with opening presents, but now she's she's in everything. So I think she's gonna really be like just be happy to open stuff this year. Yeah, and that be is like, your oh. twin. Yeah, <laughs> that is your dang twin, man. Mm-hmm. You posted something earlier in the week on your story, and I seen. It, I was like, "That is Walker. Like, <laughs> if Walker was a girl, that's yeah. what Walker would look like." <laughs> like, oh my god, that's yeah, crazy. Man. She looked Genetics. just like just like me when I was uh when I was her age for sure. Mm-hmm. Blessings, man. Well, Walker, this is episode sixty nine. Before we get out of here and celebrate uh, these holidays with our families, would you like to tell anybody or put anybody on game before we get out of here yeah man y'all just uh be smart out here freaking especially if you're in texas man just make sure you stay warm got some water drain them pipes drain them um yeah man i think what y'all so y'all gonna be out there in san antonio did Mm -hmm. it say what the temperature's gonna be at is it getting the teens out there too let me look. I feel like it's colder out here. It's supposed to be like 18 Friday morning. Yeah, 18. 18. Yeah. Out here, so. It starts going low tomorrow. Sheesh. So like you said, drain them pipes, wrap them outside, and mm-hmm. get ready. But I don't think it. But I don't think it's gonna be nothing like the last time. I think it's just gonna be super cold. You're just gonna stay in, chill with the family. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree for sure. Lord willing, it better be. It better be chill. But all right, Walker. Episode sixty nine. We out of here. And until next time, man. Self and popping pills. Had a long night, but need some more in me. Had to switch the phone, got a new technique. Had to get it going, put a lock on me. Made it off the block into the hill. Sliding in the pond, got a four in me. Had to switch the phone, got a new technique. Had to get it going, put a lock on me. Knock down that bitch, put a clock on a switch. Pants out of the pills, I done told you how to keep. I done told you how to flip it. I done told you how to dress. I done told you how to pimp it. Sign of my clothes, I done sign of my girl. My name on mud, I was Cody, you know. From the band, Dota, Tokyo, different.
Chat with a pawn and I talk with my chest out. Hang with the bros, we in church with the best of. Something like